How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the You Know Adam Sang podcast. It's your host, Adam Sang, and today I'm with one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, the one, the only, Miss Stephanie Vines. How's it going, Miss Stephanie? It's going good. Yeah. 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 Welcome to the show. Thank uh, you. I want to kind of, obviously, you know, we've kind of worked together before. Yes. And uh, I happened to see uh, Mirrorball of just course. chilling on the desk right there. Of course. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? About the trophy or about me? About the trophy first. <laughs> okay. Let's go with the trophy. Um, so this is, like you said, our Mirrorball trophy. Okay. Um, we definitely were the champions Say um, what champions? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear you right. What would you say? <laughs> the champions right. of Dancing with the Statesboro Stars. Uh-huh. Um, team Sang Vinus. Okay. So um, yeah, had to bring it back out. That's show awesome. everybody. Remind everybody. That's right. Don't forget who the winners were. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, Miss Stephanie, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm from Brunswick, Georgia. Um, I actually moved to Statesboro to go to Georgia Southern here. Um, I got my undergrad in health and physical education. Um, Ended up getting a paid graduate assistantship here. Um, So I stayed and got my master's degree in kinesiology. Mm -hmm. Um, Was not planning on staying in Statesboro. Um, You weren't? I was not, no. Um, But there was a job opening at Georgia Southern that I really was interested in, and um, obviously Bo at the time, who's now my husband, um, also had a job that he really wanted to get at Statesboro High, and we were like, well, hey, let's apply, let's see what happens, and just kind of go from there, and we both ended up getting those jobs, and stayed in Statesboro, got those jobs, and then was not planning on opening a dance studio, and now I'm the owner of Statesboro Elite Dance Studio. Which we are here right now. We are here, yeah. It's a lovely studio space. Thank you very much. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where we are now. That's awesome. So the first time that actually we ever met each other, uh, it was for a benefit dance, uh, benefit dinner for Dancing with the Statesboro Stars. Right. And then the first text that I ever sent you, Yes. Uh, it was along the lines of, it's such a pleasure to meet the 2018 champion. That's right? exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> yes. And I was, so like for me, it's always been about, and, and uh, for me, I think it was like, it was a joke kind of, it was like, you know, haha, like this is, this is something, you know, fun, but you know, that confidence in myself to kind of like, you know, put something together, I think is extremely important. Uh, so the question that I would kind of like ask you is, I know, how was it working with an arrogant, <laughs> you know, self-centered person that uh, Adam saying is? Um, well, I will say going back to your text message, um, I think everybody kind of knew me a little bit after my first year. And um, when Kim told me, you know, I agreed to do Dance on the Stars again the next year, um, she said, hey, I think you're going to love your partner. And okay. I said, okay, why is that? She was like, because I know how competitive you are. Okay. <laughs> so okay. when you sent me that first text, I went, I already like him. <laughs> I'm ready for this year. Um, awesome. So definitely I liked the competitive side. Um, I remember – I asked you, hey, when, when are you free? When are you available? We'll go ahead and get our first practice going. And you're like, I'm usually available. And it was long lines of like 5 to 7. I'm like, okay. And you're like, a.m. I'm like, Adam, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't do 5 a.m. <laughs> um, and then you're like, all right, well, I'm also free like 9 to 11 at night. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. Just so that very was kinda, busy. Yes. Yeah. You were very, very busy. And, again, that was weird for me because – 
all of my friends know I'm crazy busy all the time. I'm always going to right. something else. But then I met the Adam Sane. Oh, don't and say I went, like that. <laughs> I went, wow. Okay, I thought I was busy all day long. Um, so definitely your energy was something that I loved. Um, being able to go from 5 a.m. to 11 o'clock at night that mm -hmm. you usually did every single day. But um, I think once we tried to start, we started meeting at 6 a.m. I agreed with 6, not That's 5. Right. Um, we started doing that. We kind of had those random afternoon pra practices where it was like, hey, I have like an hour break. Let's go run and get a quick practice That's in. Right. Um, and it was easy since I had the studio here. Um, but I will say I think my favorite part about working with you is – I think it was your passion like grew mm. the more we started working with each other. And as soon as I started choreographing the dance for you, I remember, and I still tell the story. I'm actually working with somebody right now and they asked me what it was like. And mm -hmm. I said, Adam was one of those where I would teach him choreography. He'd focus on it so much. He'd work on it. And then once you got it, you'd be like, okay, I got that. Now what's, what, what are we doing next? I'm like, no, 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 that's the choreography. <laughs> and he would be like, no, 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 let's make it harder. I got that, so let's make it harder. That's right. And I loved that. Again, uh -huh. going back to, I think, the competitive side of I'm here to win, not just compete. I'm here to win. Absolutely. Um, but obviously, you know, Dance with the Stars is, I don't want to take away, it's about the cause. Um, mm -hmm. That's exactly why we did it. But I think being able to watch you kind of, I think, fall in love with dance um, is, for one, why – I wanted to get into teaching, why I wanted mm -hmm. to go back into the dance world, because that's kind of what I thrive off of. So you are currently the owner and operator of Statesboro Dance. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me a little bit about that. So, you know, I guess how you started the studio how long ago? Um, I started, actually, we started in January of two, 2018. Um, I kind of started everything that fall semester before in 2017, and actually uh, came to my husband and said, hey, I know this is a crazy idea, but here's what I'm thinking. Okay. This is what I want to do. Um, and with it starting, because obviously dance studios usually start within the school systems where we start in August, we go through May, we kind of follow along with the county school system. Um, but once I kind of had that idea, um, obviously since things were going on at Georgia Southern, I knew budget cuts were coming and it more started as hey, I don't know how long this is going to work out for me, um, but I've always kind of wanted to do something like this, kind of help out with dance. I never, you know, going back 10, 5 years, I would never say, I'm going to own my own dance studio. But so that was never part of the plan? That was not part of the plan. Um, what was the plan, and, and how, <laughs> how off the mark are we right now? No, I, I always wanted to be a teacher. Okay. Um, that was, and again, I think that comes from my parents for sure. Um, my parents were teachers. Um, one of my sisters. Dance teachers or? My mom was actually a little bit. Um, she was a dancer. Um, my mom was, and that's where I kind of grew that Good passion. Genes. Yeah, my dad is definitely not. Not um, I made my dad dance with me at my wedding, and that's yeah? about it. Yes. Uh. Um, he is not in the dance world, but that's kind of where my passion grew from dance at a very young age, but I definitely knew I wanted to be in teaching, and then once I got to Georgia Southern here, um, really taking the classes, because at first I was like, you know, I, I think this is what I want to do, but I'm going to kind of just see how it goes once I get into my classes, um, and obviously I did the health and physical education, and what's special about that education, obviously I'm a certified teacher, but with health and PE, we're certified K through 12, so I got to work with all age groups, and it was so much fun, and then 
we also took classes, not only educational classes and, you know, teaching philosophies, you know, the regular education classes, but with our field, we got to take classes on like motor development, motor control and kinesiology. And that's where I fell in love with everything. Um, kind of learning, because with me growing up, we didn't have like a women's weight training. Weight training wasn't big growing up. And I kind of fell in love with that in college, learning more about, well, this is why I had these injuries. This is why my knees were hurt so bad. This is why my hips were so bad. And so you were discovering like all those different yeah. things that were ailing you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, again, I mean, I did soccer and cheerleading as well, you know, gymnastics and everything else, but dance was always my main thing growing up. And I remember getting frustrated because I was kind of dancing through a lot of the pain, which I mean, athletes do that, dancers do that and sure. everything else. But once I kind of was in those classes and was learning how the body works and why this was happening, I was kind of more frustrated because it was, there was a lot of things that could have been prevented, I think, mm -hmm. um, going back and really training the correct way. Um, so once I kind of started to learn all of that, I really thought I really want to help dancers or, you know, any kind of athletes that are going into this field, making sure that you stop them when they're younger wow. of, try to train them in the right way. It shouldn't be on the other side of, hey, these dancers are coming to you hurt and I want to try to fix them. I wanted to start at a younger age and really try to help train them in the right way. Mm -hmm. um, but when I first started, I knew I was going to open up in January and I said, hey, I know it's in the middle of the year, so we're probably not going to get a lot of like kids. So I said, you know, I, I kind of want to work with adults. Um, my biggest thing was once I hit 18, once I graduated high school, that was it. There was no, no more. Yeah, there's no more dance. Um, and thankfully, you know, I was able to still go back to my home studio a few times and was able to kind of teach some classes here and there. And um, but it, there was no more like taking classes. So you were teaching already when you were 18. I was actually classes. teaching um, when I was first in high school. Um, I was probably about 15, 16 when I was helping just in a, as an assistant teacher. Um, you know, you usually help with like the two and three year olds, mm -hmm. you know, those little classes and babysitting. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I loved it. Sure. I absolutely loved it working with the little ones. And I mean, that's kind of where I, I knew I was like, I love working with kids. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I love getting to see that light bulb go, go off. You know, they get excited when they learn something new. Um, but like I said before, I mean, I got to work with so many different age groups, in my undergrad K through 12, but then when I got that position, getting my master's degree, I got to teach college classes. Okay. And so that's when I was like, you know, I, I met so many college kids that were taking my classes that they were also dancers and we kind of started talking about things like that, but they would say the exact same thing of, there's nowhere for you to go after you graduate high school. Nowhere that's, you know, just taking classes, you know, and even if it's just, whether it's competitively or recreationally, you know, people just wanted to kind of stay active. And I kind of said the same thing. I remember calling my parents. I'm like, I have to, like, go to the gym now. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I remember getting all my basic cardio and everything from dancing. And, That's right. Um, I still really enjoyed that side of it that I wasn't ready to give up dance yet. Um, I knew that I was never going to be a professional dancer. I mean, mm. my height for one. <laughs> but does, you that, know. does that have an uh, impact? Yes. I it mean, does. depending on where you want to go. I mean, I think so. Um, depending on where, which avenue you want to go into. But, you know, I, I knew that I was not going to be a professional dancer, but I knew that I had a passion for teaching as well as I felt that I was pretty good at teaching. Um, and so I just said, you know, 
hey, I'd love to first start out with something that these, not just college kids, but, you know, even these adults, like I've got 30s, 40s, 50-year-olds in my adult classes now that, that are dancing, that at, are the dancing at the studio, cool. and they kind of said the same thing of, hey, and like, you know, I obviously have the 40s, 50-year-olds who are like, 70, it's been a long time since I've danced. I'm like, it's fine. We're not here to compete. We're here to have fun. You're here to get a great exercise. It's fun. They meet a lot of people when they're here, and that's all I'm asking for. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've got a great group of adult students um, we, right now we're kind of doing like we have an adult dance class and then we have an adult fitness class and we kind of switch it up every week and really try to challenge them a little bit. And, you know, I've got some who are, you know, 18, 19 who are right out of high school that just said I wasn't ready to give up dance. I just wanted to keep being active. I wanted to stay in it. But also they have this passion for dance. They're not getting anywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of my main goal when I first opened up in that January of 18. Um, and then that summer I was like, okay, I think we can make this work um, with the younger ones too. So I kind of offered a few summer classes, summer camps and that kind of stuff starting at age three and up. And we had great success with it. Um, you know, I've met some great people in Statesboro too that were really good word of mouth for me and saying, hey, if Stephanie's opened up a studio, you know, she knows her stuff and, you know, she's, she's going to do good for them. So um, we, we kind of took off that summer and, we had some good feedback throughout that year, and now we're on year three. That's so. awesome. You know, one of the advantages that I, I hear is that your background mm -hmm. basically protects the people that come to your dance studio, meaning that you are uh, keeping a careful eye on, you know, any sort of crazy movements, like, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. And that's huge, right? Even for the younger ones and even for the older ones. Mm -hmm. I think that that is a huge um, benefit for, for dancing at this studio. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we work together on ballroom dancing, and yeah. that's something extremely different for this area. You mm -hmm. know, there's not that many people that uh, do things like that right. in, in Statesboro. So, you know, developing that culture, I think, is, 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 um, is important. Mm -hmm. um, what do you see as potentially the future of dance within the Statesboro area? Um, I think that, I mean, actually, if you look at our About Us information on our website, my thing that I always end with is I want dance to be a bigger part of Statesboro. Mm. Um, I, I also work for a dance competition company, and so I have the opportunity to kind of travel around all over the southeast and work at these da different dance competitions. Obviously, I was in dance competitions growing up, and I've seen other areas of dance is just huge in that area. Mm. I mean, people eat, breathe, sleep, dance. And you can tell a difference when you go to those different cities or when you talk to somebody from those those little towns. And, you know, everybody, I think, pushes them a little bit more. The drive is a little bit more. And, again, the talent's usually a little bit better because, you know, there's more people that are doing this, and it's a very competitive thing. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to see, again, we actually have two different revenues here. Um, you know, you can kind of take the pathway of competition. Um, I did think that I myself grew up doing competition, and, you know, I started at five years old doing competitions, mm -hmm. and um, I loved it. Um, like I said, I've always been a competitive person. That's right. And, um, you know, I think that that's something that a lot of people miss out on or they don't usually think of when they think of dance. Um, usually they think of, you know, like the soccer, baseball, football. You know, they think of that sports as I want my kids to be in something competitive, you know, but they don't usually think of dance as one of those things. Um, I think that 
it kind of pushes the kids a little bit more because they're not just seeing the people that are in their class. They're usually going to these competitions, seeing these people from all different, you know, different parts of the state, sometimes different parts of the country that are coming to these competitions and they can see the other talent that's out there. So I would like to kind of push that side of it because again, just, you know, being our third year, or going into our third year, watching the girls who have been with me the last few years, seeing them grow every mm. single time. And I would say a big part of that is I remember the first competition I took them to, they were blown away. Sure. And because they just hadn't seen things like that yet, but you know, there's different levels of competition that you can go to. Um, you know, there's like kind of a beginner, intermediate, advanced um, category that you can enter into. So some of my girls were seeing these advanced dancers get up there and some of them were not the same age, but if even younger than them mm. doing, you know, highly skilled tricks and they were jealous and they just immediately went like, you know, that week we came back from competition, the drive I saw from them was, I want to do that. That thing that they did on set, like, I want to do that same thing. Um, so I'd obviously like to kind of keep going that route just because until we get Statesboro to kind of be more into that competitive side, knowing what dance could be um, for these kids, I think trying to take them to other places where they can see that first. Um, we obviously have another route where they don't have to do competition. Um, we do have them performing in our spring showcase every year. And, um, you know, that's kind of the beginner. Like they're kind of coming in, trying out dance for the first time usually. Um, but I would say, again, I kind of kept those adult classes just because I wanted to see more of all ages affected by dance, not just, you know, usually think of like the little three-year-olds coming in and their little tutus and, you know, That's their right. ballet shoes. But I think it's also such a fun thing. Um, I think it's something that when you're an adult, you don't think of it as exercise anymore. You know, you're thinking of, I'm going to have to go for a run or I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out. But we've had quite a few adults join our classes and say, you know, I've lost so much weight mm -hmm. and I haven't really thought about it. You know, it's just something where... I've enjoyed coming, I've met friends here, and I've also, we've got people who have never danced before, and they're starting, you know, between 30, age, you know, we've got people from age 18 up into their 50s trying out dance classes, and some of them are, I've never done it before, but I've always wanted to try. So we always try to modify our classes no matter what. I mean, again, obviously the ones who are 18, 19 years old who just got out of dancing for, you know, 15 years, even when I'm teaching a dance, I'll try to challenge them a little bit more like, hey, you're going to do this and then we're going to have everybody else kind of do this thing. So I always modify for everybody. But my biggest thing is stepping out of your comfort zone. Mm. Um, hey, if you've never done this style of dance, that's great. You're going to try something new today. And like, you know, I would even had some people that would ask because, you know, right now we have a just I called it adult dance and that's all it is. And so I'll have people go, well, what styles do you do? I'm like, all styles. We're doing hip hop, we're doing lyrical, we're doing jazz, you know, we're doing all different things. And they'll say like, um, I think I'll only come on the nights that you're going to do this style. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to tell you what style we're doing. I want you to come and I want That's you right. to try it out. And I mean, again, they always come. They're like, okay, I didn't think I could do that, but I actually had a lot of fun and it really pushed me out of my comfort zone. And once you get a group of adults in a classroom like that, age kind of goes out the window. Um, nobody really thinks about it that way. Everybody's so positive in here. They're, you know, even if you fall on your butt sometimes, everybody's, you know, kind of like, you know, picking you back up and saying like, hey, it's fine. Let's just keep going. So 
I've always loved working with that group too. So That's awesome. Uh, one of the other questions that I have is, mm -hmm. you know, take me through your dance, I guess, career, right? Okay. So you started dance at five years old, mm -hmm. and what were you doing at that point? Was that your mom teaching you certain things, or? Um, no, well, I actually started at four. Um, okay. We started competing that next year, but um, my mom, again, like I said before, she was a dancer. Um, she actually went to Georgia um, and ended up being in, like, their dance program there, um, and she kind of, I always knew that she was a dancer, but at that young age, um, you know, I, I didn't really think much of it then, but my older sister, actually, some of her friends were trying out dance for the first time and she was kind of like hey mom I kind of want to try that and of course like I of course wanted to try it too and we both tried it together my sister was not a fan <laughs> she no, no. Um, my older sister she said you know this is just not for me but I fell in love with it immediately mm -hmm. um, and I was coming back home constantly like I drove my parents crazy because I was always dancing 24-7 in the house, you know, spinning in the kitchen, you know, all that kind of stuff, leaping down the grocery aisles. Well, was um, there was there something that you saw that, like, made you try to imitate that? Or was it just that you you enjoyed, like, you know, twirling? or <laughs> what, what, what was that about? Um, I think, again, at that young age, it was more about, you know, like, I was excited about being in class. I lo And, again, I loved the tap shoes. Mm -hmm. um, they made sounds, and I was really excited about that. Um, um, and I actually love, I still love tap to this day, but I think coming home and showing my mom all of those things, you could tell that it made my mom really excited because again, like I had two older sisters who did not care about dance at all. Um, they just didn't really, didn't really like it, didn't really get into it. But I think I could tell that from my mom that even then she would see something I'd do and then she'd tell me something else. She's like, okay, well try this, see if you can do this, see if you can do this. And it kind of was something that even from an early age, I knew that it made my mom happy that I was doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and so it kind of made me uh, more excited. But, you know, we also would, um, we'd have the, what we called the big girls, um, the older girls would come in and my studio owner was big about let's show everybody your performance and everything else. So I remember the big girls, but it was just the older girls would come in and they'd show us our routine. And of course it was amazing. And, you know, and I get so excited and I just remember right then, like, I'm going to keep pushing myself to be that good, but way earlier than them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so, uh, you, you started competing, mm -hmm. uh, five and then how long did you do com competitions for? Was this like through, uh, all through high school? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, all through high school. Um, again, yeah, when we were at five, actually, we had a um, great group. Our our group, we were only five years old, but we won first place overall at this huge competition, like our very first competition we ever went really? to. Yes. Um, you know, obviously I told you, like, we have, like, different age groups, um, but we ended up winning this trophy that was taller than all of us. Wow. Um, and that right there, I mean, I was, I was old. From that point on, I mean, giving a five-year-old a trophy that big, it's just, that's kind of the biggest encouragement you can get. And, um, what, what competition was that? And, and I guess what, for what studio? Was it just the studio back home? The studio back home, yeah. I was at that studio um, my whole dance career. Um, but we would compete all over the place. Um, we'd go, you know, mainly like to Atlanta, Jacksonville, Orlando, um, Savannah. Sometimes we kind of be all over the place. Obviously, usually stay in that um, southeast region. But 
there were several different competitions. Um, I mean, we'd go to probably six or seven every spring, and then we'd always go to nationals in the summer. Um, so it was always a big thing at my studio growing up. We, we were a big competition studio. Um, so even at a young age, when you were on the competition team, it was a big deal, and you had to take it serious, and, you know, we are going to work hard. Mm -hmm. So I think that learning that discipline at that young age, too, I just went, okay, I kind of see what it takes to do that. And now a word from our sponsors. Oh, come and get your seafood from the right place. We got a special kind of people and a special kind of taste. The portions are nice for a really good price. Get the whole nine yards with your husband or wife. Make your way on down to the boiling shrimp. I said make your way on down to the boiling shrimp. Welcome back. Uh, I'm just speaking with Miss Stephanie Vines. Uh, she is an amazing dancer, and she Thank was just you. telling us about kind of, uh, you know, her journey. Uh, mm -hmm. we, I think we're at high school now. Okay. Uh, what happens after high school? So you've been competing, you've been mm -hmm. winning all these trophies. I'm sure your room <laughs> is completely lined with, you know, medals and trophies. Yeah. And you get to college. Mm -hmm. uh, was Georgia Southern kind of like, you know, the, the place that you wanted to go? Um, um, I actually started, um, I don't even know if you know this about me. I actually started at College of Coastal Georgia. Um, yeah. So, um, a college at back in Brunswick, um, both my parents were actually teachers there and I was actually working two different jobs, um, and was also helping still at the studio a little bit, kind of like an assistant teacher. And, um, they had an associate's degree there and I just went, which I was actually paying my way through college. So I said, you know, I could either stay here and at least get my first two years out of the way, keep working here where I know everybody and I know I can have that job, kind of save up money and then move. But I knew I always wanted to go um, somewhere else, mainly just because that college was still growing at the time that I was coming through. Um, it is a four four year school. Well, but what were you studying then? Still health and physical education. Okay, gotcha. um, so that was always the direction for you? That was the direction for me, um, at least starting in high school. Um, there was a time where I wanted to be an athletic trainer, and um, I kind of shadowed two different athletic trainers and okay. taped a lot of football players' ankles, and I immediately <laughs> realized this is not for me. Not um, a foot person. No. Uh, well, you know, it was the feet that I was working with, okay. too. Um, very, you know, not the most pleasant. And also, again, like, seeing a couple of major injuries, I just went, you know, I just don't know if this is what I want to do. Um, but I still love that field. And so that health and physical education was kind of the direction that I went. Okay, I think I could really enjoy this because I was still teaching at the studio love teaching and I went let me just see what I like about this um so yeah I started there in Brunswick for my first two years um was actually working at two restaurants there um and was still kind of helping out at the studio but it was kind of already dance had started to take a back seat and I kind of thought that was the end mm. um I never thought that I'd go back into dance just because I never thought there'd be an opportunity for me to get back into dance um and then my last two years, because um, I graduated my associates, my first two years there, and moved to Georgia Southern because they did have a great program here for the health and physical education itself. Gotcha. Um, I heard great things about them, great things about their professors, and I knew that I wanted to really kind of broaden my teaching a little bit more too. And so when I came here, I knew that's kind of the direction I still wanted to go, but still never thought dance was going to be a big thing. Um, 
I did have, you know. We're, we're, so at this point, you're not dancing anymore. I was not dancing anymore. Um, and my parents actually, um, with along with my sister and brother-in-law, decided to open up a dance competition company, which I was not prepared for. I did not think that, you know, they were going to kind of go that route. But um, this was um, when I was still in college. It was actually my master's degree that they started kind of opening it up. and At Georgia Southern. So you're at Georgia Southern? I was at Georgia Southern, yeah. And um, they kind of came to me and, you know, they asked me a lot of questions about it of, you know, how to get everything started. But they were wanting to start this competition company. And I kind of realized, and I'm like, I miss dance so much. Mm. You know, I really do. I hate that I can't still be a part of it. So there's a few opportunities where, you know, with that competition, obviously, like, they didn't want our family competing, you know, obviously we, we didn't want that conflict of interest, but there was a few things like over the summer that they would have like the workshops or if they had nationals, we'd have people, you know, dance in this opening number. Those I was able to compete in or not compete, but, you know, perform in and take, being able to take classes again from some of these well-known choreographers. Like, I, I mean, I just, I fell Go apart. Right. I was like, okay. I just, I can't, like, I love this. I want to be, I've got to figure out some way to get back into dance. Um, and then it kind of worked out that um, they actually asked me to be the dance team coach at Georgia Southern. So and were you ever on the dance team yourself? I was not, no. Um, I was actually. So how did they find you? Uh, I actually knew one of the girls who um, was actually more my, she was a little bit younger than my little sister, and she actually danced at the studio back home. So she knew. She knew me, okay. and she knew I was teaching at Georgia Southern. And um, the current coach there, they knew she was about to leave. And she said, hey, I know somebody that teaches already on campus because, you know, you have to be a faculty or staff member. And she said, I know, I know her. Let me just see if she's interested. And they kind of, the team reached out to me about it. And, you know, I didn't really know much about it. I mean, it was... And I mean, it was a little bit smaller when I was actually in college, but also I was working six mm-hmm. nights a week in college trying to kind of pay my way through. So I didn't really have time to do, you know, any kind of activities or, you know, anything like that, as well as with being student teaching and all that kind of stuff. You're kind of busy most of the day. So um, I wasn't on the dance team, but I knew right then, hey, this might be kind of my avenue to get back into it. And maybe, hey, maybe I'm just going to be a coach or something and, um I fell in love with it. I mean, mm. working and again being able to work with that college age group, um, they were definitely. It was it's kind of fun because I got got to come in there and really push them a little bit more, showing them things that I had learned growing up, showing them things that again that I had learned, um, you know, being in college, learning a little bit more about the body, and that's when I first started to kind of just tell some of the girls, "Hey, don't do this. This is going to hurt you. Try to do it this way." Um, so, yeah, I was very excited about that. And then, again, like I said, you know, with Georgia Southern, budget cuts started kind of coming up. And I told I told Bo, I said, you know, I just – this is what I love. This is what mm-hmm. I really want to keep doing. And I said, I, I don't – I wasn't really planning on opening my own studio, but I think I can make this work, and I think that I can really help people that really want to stay within this path, um, as well as the young ones coming up really trying to push them in the right direction of what they want, but also making sure that they're not getting injured and they're not doing the same things that a lot of us did growing up. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the way we were taught. It's just you learn a little bit more as you go and the way you should do certain things to kind of protect your body. I I think that that's amazing, right? So you are, we always talk about do something that you love, 
Yeah. And it seems that you are living that every single day where you have found the thing that brings you joy mm -hmm. and you're able to turn it into a business that is able to produce income, make a living. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, props to you on that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for you, when you were kind of like, you know, making these transitions, mm -hmm. um, was there ever any like doubt in your mind of, you know, can, is this something that is feasible? Uh, how can I make this work? Was there ever any of those challenges? Is that excluding COVID? <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I definitely thought in the beginning, um, we kind of had obviously a smaller class when we started in that January of 2018. Um, we had a kind of a mixture of, I had a few that were, like I said, we kind of had like 40-year-olds, and then we had like 19, 20, young 20-year-olds come into class. And we had a smaller class when we first started. And I kind of like started slowly growing it. But obviously, it was slow because, for one, we opened in the middle of the year. Um, it was kind of different. You were, you were still coaching I was still, yes. and teaching. Uh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, I was, and again, like, it was good to have that avenue, like, the coaching, because, you know, I was able to talk to all the girls about it and kind of tell them, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm about to open up a studio, and I think that it's going to help the, the dance team as well because I, of course, was offering to all the dance team girls hey, come and take a class, hey, come and practice and everything else, just because it would help me either way of, you know, y'all are going to be a better team That's because right. y'all are going to be in my studio at least kind of getting in more studio hours as well as pushing yourself doing other styles and that kind of thing. But definitely in the beginning, um, trying to get the numbers up, trying to, you know, do the advertising. I am, I think you know this about me now, I'm not a big talking on a podcast you're person doing great. you're <laughs> doing amazing honestly. um uh but i'm also not a big like salesperson advertising you know i've just never really had that avenue um so that was kind of hard for me in the very beginning of really trying to get my name out there and people kind of telling me like well you almost have to kind of like brag about yourself a little bit and like tell people you know why you why your studio um that was definitely hard for me um and I will say that that was another thing that you helped me with, pushing me out of my comfort zone, getting to know Adam Sang. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, doing a podcast, awesome. things like that. Awesome. But um, I would say that I was kind of nervous at first. Um, when I started to kind of get the little ones in here for that summer camp, um, we had, you know, we started doing that summer camps. And I remember selling out with one of my camps. And, I mean, I was right then I told Bo, I was like, listen, I didn't know if this was going to work, but, like, I'm ready. Like, I'm all in. Like, I'm, you know, ready to do this. Um, and I remember telling, you know, my uh, – I was the assistant director there and t talking to the director saying, hey, just wanted to let you know I'm opening a studio. And he was like, okay, when I said, like, I was trying to look out for you that there's budget because I didn't mean go open a business. Um, and I said, yes, but, you know, I really think I'm going to enjoy it. I really think this is something that I can excel at and – I can kind of like, you know, make it something big and um, it kind of just kept growing um, this year for sure. Obviously, nobody kind of expected the, you know, pandemic at all. But right. um, we actually still ended up, we, we, we did lose some, you know, just because of the COVID situation, um, which I completely understand. Some parents were just, hey, we're going to teach at home. We're going to do virtual stuff. We're not really going to go and do anything else. Um but we were still, we, we've been growing every single year. Um, we've got more and more students each year. And I would say a big part of that for sure would be 
for sure word of mouth, but we've got a great group of parents. Mm. We really do. They're very supportive. Um, they're constantly posting things on social media for me. Um, they'll talk about, you know, what their daughters have learned in class. Um, they'll post videos and pictures and everything else. And they've always been really good at tagging the studio and, you know, talking about it. So that's probably been our biggest advertisement is having those people kind of speak up for me a little bit more and just say, hey, they, they're learning a little bit more here. So. Thank you so much for sharing that amazing story. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, so if there are people out there that want to find out, you know, where to, you know, go dance in Statesboro. Yeah. What's the best way to contact? Um, we have our website, um, statesboroelitedance.com, and that has our schedule on it, um, pricing information, everything else. But um, our cell phone number is on there. Um, my number is 912 two three zero one nine eight six and Put i will definitely <laughs> um answer your questions on that but um states really dance at gmail.com is usually a lot of people will choose to email on that too so yeah facebook instagram oh yeah facebook instagram twitter we got all that too so and, and is it just under statesboro states really dance um and our instagram is um states really dance studio Fantastic. Yeah. Stephanie, thank you so much for your time. Of course, and yeah. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to everything that you're going to accomplish in the future. You know, obviously, once this pandemic is, is behind us, yeah. I think there's a lot of work cut out for you for bringing There's uh, a little dance. bit more, yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> what is that? Um, no, there's uh, going to be a little um, little one coming in December. So, um, oh. you know, once we, hopefully the pandemic's done by then, but I think it's going to be kind of a different uh, obstacle, different challenge That's when awesome. we finally get past all of this. So yeah, but exciting information. So Absolutely. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for thank your time. You. If yeah. there's anything else I could do for you, please let me know. Yeah. I appreciate it.